Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and Collars podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. Um, a week late, but due to some technical difficulties and um, technology just not being on our side, um, we were not able to get out of show uh, last week, but we are here now. We are here today and we are back with a whole bunch of content. And by we, I mean me, I am one half of your host. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter, Suki Johnson on Instagram, Facebook. I already know her like that. And um, for my AKA um, tonight will be uh, AKA uh, y'all are unhinged and I need y'all to log off the internet sometimes. Thank you so much. Um, and I'm joined by. What's going on, everybody? I am Tal Bianca. XO on your Twitter feed, Tal Bianca, the JPEG on your Instagram feed. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, I guess, but don't be looking for much. Um, and my AKA this week is where the errors reside, where the errors reside, where the errors reside, where the errors reside. Because <laughs> last week I caught myself, um, basically here's what happened. So I was out doing some deliveries for the elderly, right? Just dropping off full care packages and things. And with no warning or provocation or anything, I crossed Northeast 102nd. And by the time I got to Northeast 120th in Portland, my knee, uh, by the time I got to Northeast 120th, my phone decided, uh-uh, bitch, you don't get a signal no more. Totally still had a signal. Had bars, had everything. But my phone was like, uh-uh, you don't get a signal out here no more. I don't care what you're trying to do in the Zoom call. None of it. None of it. It's all, it's all gone. It's all dead. That's done with. That's over with. And so it dropped me out of the Zoom call where we were recording. It put me back in the Zoom call. And I was able to pick up. And it dropped me out the Zoom call again, again, completely randomly. Had bars, had service, had everything. And then it did it a third time. So basically, every time we shifted topics, I was brought in to hear the topic and then kicked off to not hear the topic. So it was frustrating. It was for a good cause, ultimately, in the end. But yeah, trying to edit that shit was stressful as hell. So we are going to weave in and out of stories that were relevant last week and stories that are relevant since we came to you on this here Monday night to record today. So indeed. that being oh. said, I know about some of these things. I don't know about other these things. So I'm going to just pass it on over to Jeremy. Before we do that, tell him about the network. Uh, yes, you can support us by going to flawlessnoises.com. Um, that is the hub for all things pertaining to the network. Um, you can subscribe and become a patron um, at our $5. $5 will get you most things. $10 will get you everything. We have a lot of great hashtag content behind the paywall. Uh, me and Bianca have a show, Bring It Back, where we uh, spin, spin the records back um, from artists uh, new and old. Um, we have a good one coming up soon. And I'm, I actually thought about this. I'm going to pitch this to Bianca after I get through doing this. Um, but yeah, ten five $5 will get you that plus other content. Me and uh, Candace have a show behind the paywall. Uh, $10 will get you everything. Um, and all it does is kick a little kick a little change to us to keep the lights on, to keep providing you hashtag content. We had, um, we have many shows premiering on the network. We are constantly coming out with new ways to provide for you, the consumer, uh, and those who support us and rock with us. So get you some black excellence over here. Um, you can purchase some merch. Uh, we have a store. Uh, we have a F F N M N uh, merch corner. Uh, Candace 
been weaving in some good some good shit. And you got we got a whole bunch of shirts that's in color now. Uh, we is out of the projects. Um again, we we're doing good things over here. So again, go to flawlessnoises.com. Fuck with the winning team, support the network, support your faves, and get this black excellence. Uh speaking of black excellence, it is um our queen. The queen of R&B, hip-hop and R&B. It is the Mary J. Blige's birthday on the day that we are recording. Yes, indeedy. Today is January 11th, 111, 2021, as we're recording here for you. And today is a day of celebration because Mary J. Blige is one of our um, all-time greats in the music world. Yeah, I don't give a damn what you say. Mary J. Blige is a living legend. Yes, indeed. Today is also Maya Scott's birthday. So we got two legends' birthdays. Also a living legend. So shout out to the both of them. Uh, shout out to Cotton from, was it Pop? Uh, was it, uh, I can't remember the name of the show now. Star? Was it Star that? Uh, I don't be knowing TV shows. I'm it's really not. bad at that. <laughs> You're doing amazing, Bianca. But Mary J, let's let's are we talking a little bit about Mary J. Blige? A little bit because actually that was my idea for to bring it back, giving y'all a little preview. Um, because with this bring it back, we're doing something different since we missed um Christmas. We had a plan to do a Christmas album, but a Christmas bring it back, but that didn't uh, pan out. So we had the idea to do a double double, uh one artist, uh their debut album and up until their most recent project. And I was thinking, since it's Mary's birthday, we could do Mary. We can, and we shall. Indeed. Um, but yeah, let, get your get your Abraham Lincoln ready. Go ahead and throw that at flawlessnoises.com and show us some love behind that paywall, and get that plus a bunch of other bonus content. Let's talk other bringing bikes and check us out. See what we're doing. See how we're moving. Indeed. But just. The thing with Mary is like Mary has been consistent. I don't, I ain't, I don't I have never heard a bad Mary J. Blige album. No, they, bad Mary J. Blige album does not exist. It do it do not exist. Some some are, not all of them are created equal, but all of them are not bad. That is a They're constant. Exactly. Um, say what you want about Mary. She has always came with looks. She has always had fun videos. She has always had good videos. Again, I ain't never had a bad album. She is, she is, when you think of hip hop and R&B, like that mesh and melding, uh, especially for like our time and our era, youth, Mary J is at that top of the, the first names that come up. Yep. And you, you know, everyone would do good to know at least a couple of her albums, front to back in general. So when you hear this, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you are already a Mary J. Blige fan. But uh, in the event that you're not, or in the event that you couldn't do it for whatever reason, you know, as you, you know, we're all trying to survive through the uh, panorama together. Go back and yeah, check out one of her, check out one of her albums maybe that you didn't maybe have the CD of, or maybe that you don't have on your computer today or whatever. Indeed. And treat yourself because you deserve that. You deserve it. You also deserve crispy chicken and fresh lettuce. With three cheeses and ranch dressing wrapped up in a tasty flour tortilla. 
Listen, our queen, diverse and giving us tunes and giving us laughs and dance moves. How could you listen? I, you can't trust people that don't love Mary J. Blige. That's all I'm saying. I ain't I saying, but I'm just saying. Be hitting them dance maneuvers in the boots. It, in boots, man. Cancun nights. Who? Um. All right, let's get into the show. Um, I guess we we have no choice but to talk about this. Um, if you are hearing this, um, you are pretty much aware of the um the ruckus that happened in the nation's capital this week. Uh, well, last week. Um. On January 6th, they decided they was going to go storm a federal building. Yeah. Uh, Jim Bob and, 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 uh, and Jim Bob and, and Jim Bob and Sue May uh, decided that they, go, they was going to take their ass up to the Capitol and cause, uh, cause a ruckus and a storm up there. Um, I. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. the The performance of many people, both politically um, and just in the media in general, like just the performance of everybody now acting like they don't fuck with Trump, is kind of has kind of pretty much exhausted me caring about this on on a particular level. Like, don't get me wrong, like, it's still, I mean, obviously, like, they were fascists. Obviously, you know, I mean, shit, it's a fascist-ass country. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, on the one hand, like, I'm not trying to dismiss it. But on the other hand, it's like, I'm just exhausted of everybody like, oh, fascism is bad. Y'all have been enabling this motherfucker for four goddamn years. Really, five, when you think about it, because he started campaigning back in 2015. So, True. but yeah, it's like, you know, they they, they hit us with this. This is not who we are as a country. Nigga, y'all said that shit in September. Y'all said that shit in June. Y'all said that shit in 2018. Y'all said that shit in 2017. Y'all said that shit in 2019 when they impeached him the first time. Y'all said that shit in 2016 when you motherfuckers elected him. Y'all said that shit in 2015 when y'all were arguing about how electable he was or might have been. Y'all said it in 2014 when Mike Brown was murdered. I said it in 2013 when Trayvon Martin's killer got off. I mean, let's be honest. I said honest. it in 2012 when Trayvon Martin was killed. Y'all said it in 2011. Yeah. Y'all have said on it on since on. the inception of this goddamn country. Right. This is this is not this country's idea. No, no, no. This about is absolutely this country's, country's identity. We don't we don't we don't reach ideal very often just in our lives, just in general, but. This this is the middle fifty percent. This is the this is the meat and the juice of what this what this country is and how this country gets down. Exactly. And if you haven't seen how marginalized people are treated, and you don't know it viscerally, and you don't know it thoroughly, and you don't know it deeply in your heart, that's your fault. Yeah, that is your fault. That's it your bad. It's provable. It is replicable. We talk about it all the damn time. We talk about how we make joy out of pain and we make, you know, laughs out of misery. But if you're sitting here by now, right, with the internet, with accessibility to so many different types of people, more and more and more than ever before, and your response to some fuck shit happening is this isn't who we are as a country? Fuck out of here. Exactly. This is exactly how it goes day in and day out for way more people than you realize. Exactly. And I'm just over the I'm just over the performance and the spectacle of it all, you know. Like 
I just I don't I don't have the capacity for it at this point. I am just preparing. I I tweeted I said this on Twitter. I want to say what on the like 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 on election day, regardless of the outcome of this shit, I know what I have to do and what I am going to do, and that shit has not wavered or changed. So again, for me, I am just over the performance of it all. It's annoying. It's gaslighting. It's it's playing in my damn face, and y'all know how I hate when motherfuckers play in my face. So, like I said, again, I know what I'm going to do, what I have been doing. I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to continue to reach out and get other people to join me in what I'm doing or join other people in what they are doing. Because, again, we are all we got. That has not changed. So that's where I am with it. Correct. Um, so, yeah, but no, but- we... Yeah, like nothing, nothing that happened, like none of the actual events of the day should come as a surprise to anybody given who showed up, what they've been letting themselves believe for the past several years, and how slighted they feel by everything, and just how wrong they are about it, right? Like it's not, you know, I say, oh, people were mad when Trump won a, yeah, we were mad because we knew this motherfucker couldn't do this job right for shit, and yet you dumbasses put him up there to do it any goddamn way. Yeah, we were right. We were right to be mad about that. We didn't fucking invade the the Capitol when they were counting the votes with guns and flash bombs and Molotov cocktails and zip ties and shit ready to kill and take hostages. Nigga, we was just mad. Correct. Yeah, but we, you know, we had to talk about it. Uh, well, we didn't have to, but we felt obligated to. Uh, we gave to, we gave it we gave it a few words. We, we're yeah, not about we, to do the deep dive on that shit. Absolutely not. Because honestly, I feel like y'all know where we stand on it any goddamn way. So. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no gotcha shit here. So yeah, is that? I almost had shade about me. Anyway, moving on. Because <laughs> mm, moving on, uh, let's talk about some good news. So Bun B has confirmed that a UGK versus Eight Baller MJG versus is on the way. Oh shit. Um, the versus showdowns have been history lessons on not not only artists of different areas, uh, era, I say eras, different eras, but musicians from various locations that are combined greatly to the music scene. That's what it was at first until niggas started to try to make a profit out of it. Right. That's and what it was it, initially. It was a celebration of music and our culture and our shit. While niggas is in a niggas should be home in a goddamn Pandarosa. That's what it was initially. But goddamn Swiss beats and got and motherfucking um Teddy Riley's Koofy wearing goddamn ass. And Timberland. Don't leave the And Timberland And Timberland making a spectacle of the shit. Getting these artists to 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 be in the same room in close proximity with other people in a goddamn Ponder replay. Yeah, we still don't even know if we're gonna have the Keisha Cole versus Ashanti versus because Ashanti over there done got the goddamn Rona. But anyway, um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Damn, why not hit too much? Um, the last versus was West Coast Legends Too Short and E40, um, bringing that baby. Oh, uh, that was a terrible. <laughs> That was a Ooh. terrible attempt at an accent, but who's going to be my Shake ass? them dreads. Shake them dreads. Shake um, them dreads. Ooh. 
Yada da mean, repping Vallejo out in the Bay. It's Efeezy 45 Morelli, aka Charlie Tussle. Yada da mean, got my own wine and my own beer. Ooh. Thank you, Bianca. Um, Ooh. You got yeah, it, cor- I mean. According to Bun B, um, a versus between UGK and 8-Ball NGG is on the way. Um, he shared the news during a recent appearance on the Donnie Houston podcast. He says, quote, I know I'm doing a versus, but it's not Texas-based. I'm doing versus. It'll be UGK, probably against 8-Ball and MJG, a real versus, not just a, not just uh, an ant. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to question Bun B on what that means. Um but yeah, the details have not been finalized, but Bun D has assured that the verses will happen. This one, I'm not gonna lie, I I have not watched a single one of the verses. Again, it's no shade to the verses themselves um, or people who enjoy them. Just not my cup of tea to watch niggas on Instagram play music. <laughs> um, that's just that's just me. But I like seeing the reaction and seeing people on Twitter on the timeline and social media have a good time with it. Uh, but I might actually tune in f- to this one. Cause yeah, uh, um, go ahead. Now nah, I was say this is now nah, this, now nah, you want to talk about the South. This is like, this is, I feel like this is even a level beyond a uh, Jesus and Gucci just for the simple fact of like, just the impact that that eight ball and MJG and Bun B has just had on music, period. Because I mean, you could make a case that I mean, like, yeah, I'm mean, yeah, Gucci is like Gucci is for niggas, and Jeezy was for niggas, and now he for everybody. But eight ball MJG Bun B, like that is like musical, like icon imprint on like hip hop, period. Yeah, and what I like about it, what I like most of all about this is my brother, actually, my older brother, was involved in a music exchange. And the three cities involved were New Orleans, Houston, and Memphis. They were running street tapes and, like, mainstream LPs, like, among those three cities. Like, he would go to Texas with his friends for a weekend. He would come back with, like, 30 different CDs or tapes or whatever, um, you know, whether it was Houston rappers or Memphis or just even from, like, the surrounding areas of those places. Right. And so that stuff was imprinted on my mind at a young you know not, not like it you know, like five i was like 12 or 13 or whatever and um to me those cats were legends right like not just the big names i mean but certainly you could see where ugk's influence you know was passed down to other younger memphis rappers or other up-and-coming memphis rappers and then yeah. you could see where what ugk was doing even you know they're from port arthur which you know isn't exactly like you can't just get there from houston like you got to you got you got a destined to to one or the other from you right. know the other, but um, you know, seeing that music exchange, being a part of that, and just again having that in my in my upbringing, and then again New Orleans being a third arm of it, right? Because more than bounce, we had street rappers. You know, we had cats who was out you know rapping about street life and you know the struggle and the hustle and all that type of stuff. And so for these three cities to come together in the ways that we did and exchange this music with each other and, or music, I gotta say for my Memphis folks one time, um, <laughs> the to me, this, yeah, this, this, this ain't gonna be one where I'm listening to it 
going, oh, you know, MJG got that round. Or, oh, you know, Bond got that round for you. This is going I, to be a genuine celebration. I'm going to be listening to that shit like, yo, I remember where I was when I first heard that. Or I remember how, you know, I used to get down, you know, to, to that song. Like, Man, I got to put that one in my mix. You know, whatever, right? Because, again, for me, that's what rap was. It was, you know, the sounds of UGK and affiliated, you know, parties. And it was a ball. My brother used to play MJG and a ball all the time. Like he stayed running his stuff. And so. And I feel like listen. this is like, again, this is good. Just going to be a win for the South in general, because like Houston, Memphis, like Atlanta, like we shit, even Miami, like we all fuck with each other. Yeah. And like we all like again, like Andre said, the South got something to say. Like the like you can tell like the elements and the cultures not only stand alone, but also meld and complement each other. So this is just gonna be a celebration for the South. Again, I, I cannot say that <laughs> the Jeezy and Gucci versus was a win for the South. That was just a win for for petty niggas. <laughs> but this. This is going to be a celebration of like the South, I feel. And like that is why I'm proud I might tune in because you, you know I'm always gonna rep the South. Always. Cause we have something to say. All of the South, Atlanta, Miami, New Orleans, uh Houston, like Memphis, we all got something to say. Yeah, and it, like I said, you know, it's you know, from New Orleans it's five to Houston, and then it's five and a half to about five and a half to Memphis. You can usually get there in five, though. So New Orleans is right in the middle. But they would go to Houston a lot. Or they would go to Memphis a lot. Like, my brother, he left more than they came to the city to to get the music exchange popping. Because, you know, from Houston to Memphis, it's kind of aggravating drive. Like, the best way to go is actually to go through New Orleans anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, they, so the New Orleans cats are just, they were just running music kind of through the hub, so to speak. So, oh, man, it's going to be so tight. Yes, this is gonna be fun. So we'll um we will keep we will we will be um with bated breath to await the the official date of when this is gonna happen. But Bun B said it's happening. So listen, I, I ain't known Bun B to be a liar. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, hello. <laughs> uh more good news. Um uh let's talk about some representation that's not harmful, shall we? Um Bianca Smith recently became the first black woman to land a job as a professional coach when she was hired by the Boston Red Sox. Oh, shit. Um, she'll be based out of Fort Myers. Uh, she is based out of Fort Myers, Florida, uh, and the coach position players... Uh, the coach position players at the team's development complex. Uh, while this is a big deal, however, she is not stopping there. Um, in an interview with MLB.com, uh, she said she would love to become a major league baseball manager someday. She said, quote, uh, I don't limit myself. I want to go as high as I can. I want to continue to challenge myself. And right now, yes, that is MLB manager. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Obviously, I changed my idea about becoming a GM. But as much as I love coaching, I want to be in that position of manager. I want to learn as much as I can to get that role. Um, so, again, shout out, shout out to her. Listen, black women. Uh, breaking barriers, making strides again, representation that isn't harmful. Um, um, and I, I just wish her all the best, like, because it, it is it is beyond past time that women, um, in sports, um, are given 
um, coaching roles and coaching positions and just, just high ranking positions within organizations themselves. So. Yes, indeed. Like, this rep, this is big, right? She's still, you know, she's young, right? She's, yeah, she's only 29. Like, we don't, we don't find, like, usually when they find these folks, right, it's like your Becky Hammonds, right, who have mm-hmm. been around the game forever. And even then, it's it, it's it becomes a, a hurdle of sorts. And the only reason it's a hurdle is because we make it one, right? Not because it has to be. Right. Because I look at, you know, I look around the NBA and I see a bunch of women in the sport who are being elevated to, like, assistant coach and associate coach and things like that. And I love that she is going to be doing, like, the minor league thing where it's like, yo, like, this is, this is your show. You're going to be coaching, you know, the um god what is it the fort myers shit now i can't remember the, the name of the the team that's actually affiliated. I, I wonder if it's just the fort myers red sox but i don't think that's it but um yeah she's gonna be responsible like she's gonna have big responsibilities you know it's not just some oh just like be in the sabermetrics department and sit on the side and, and never actually interact with the players or do anything of any actual consequence, right? Like you can, you can say on on the one hand that knowing the numbers and being around that stuff is a good thing, but the next level to that is no, go out there and coach them. Go out there and be hands-on with them. Go out there and be direct with them. Tell them when they're doing things right. Tell them when they're doing things wrong. Show them where they could focus and improve. Show them what they're doing well and let them know that that might be where their place is in the game. That is indeed really that is something that, in, that is something that in men's sports has pretty much only been entrusted to men and in women's sports, right? Like you get more of a split, but like I'm to the point now, like I see a WNBA team and they're coached by like a former NBA player or they're coached by like a former uh, NBA GM or a former men's basketball player or whatever. Like I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm genuinely surprised by it. And that means that, you know, the WNBA is doing, you know, lots and lots and lots of stuff to to knock down these walls. And as they have been good. always doing. Yeah, and it is good to see uh the the men's arm of these sports following suit. Yeah, especially you know, in the in, uh MLB, because you know how archaic baseball is. Oh, big time. It is like, like they are draconian and shit. They might as well be one of Danny Dragons from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Baseball is old. Like the median baseball watcher, I want to say is like fifty-four years old or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that's people who watch baseball because they used to watch baseball. Yeah, and yet you know there's gonna be this twenty-nine-year-old black woman like coaching at a base. Love to see it. Love to see it. So wishing all the best to Bianca Smith, and hopefully one day we will be reporting her as she is a general manager of a major. Of not not even a minor league team, uh, a major league team major winning league championships, league. and like yeah, I get it. You know, you, you teams aren't that inclined to just hand like a twenty nine year old the reins and just be like, yo, like this show show run it at the highest level. You know, this is you know she's still putting in the work. Yeah, right? and, and this know, is she'll a have the yeah she'll have the aspiration and if her work is good and she keeps on getting passed up, we'll know why that is. Yeah, 
Yeah. We'll know why it is. Indeed. Right? If, they, if they see her work and they see her merits and they continue to reward her for it and she continues to get hired up, we'll see what we'll see that for what it is too. But let let it let it let it be that we on Chronic College episode two thousand and she's still doing this. Right. Then it's gonna be like, what's going on? Why y'all why y'all keeping this woman in this token position? Yeah. Indeed. Well, uh, moving moving right along. Um, bit of an update and good news. Um, Bobby Schmurter is going to be released from prison uh, next month, as opposed to at the end of this year. Originally, he was uh, set home to be released in December of 2021, but it is looking like um, uh, the conditional release. Uh, he. Uh, been a good boy, been filling out all the paperwork, staying out of trouble while locked up. Seems like he coming home uh, hella early with the end of February 2021. So, listen, I know niggas been, been saying free Barbara Schmurter since I don't know how long. So, what a nigga went to jail? I'd, right. <laughs> um, so, look like Bobby coming home and he coming home way earlier than expected. So, good on Damn. Bobby. Bobby Bobby Schroeder getting out of jail before Max B. How about it? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, hey, yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? Um, so, <laughs> so um, we talk a lot about uh, having certain people in certain rooms, so certain stuff uh, don't fly. Uh, we talk about this a lot in in um. Uh, in corporate America, we talk about this um, in politics. We talk about this in 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 music and in, in in director boards and things of that nature. Um, this is a, one of the cases where nobody uh, was in the room to be like, "This ain't it." Um, so last week, <laughs> a a marvel of technology, a truck, uh, based on in Germany, um was revealed last week. And this motherfucker is basically a transformer. This is a truck that can turn into 10 other different goddamn trucks. Electric base, futuristic as shit. Some shit you probably see on the fucking Jetsons. However, <laughs> the name, the name <laughs> takes, <laughs> the name takes away from the sheer brilliance of this motherfucker. Because <laughs> Because the name that they chose for this wonder of fucking technological advancement is E Bussy. Now, <laughs> oh my God, why would you, why would you call it that? No, nobody queer or even just aware was in the room to be like, hey, uh, let's come up with something else. Because why would you name this goddamn truck e Why? Why would you do that? Can you imagine you, you catching an Uber? And you know, you look at the shit that tell you the person, tell you the name, the license plate number and all that shit. And it's like, yo, they driving the e <laughs> It's a van today. Hey, bro. 
Hey, no. Nah, what if they do it? Like, what if the, what if they drive Uber, Uber and each new ride, each ride they they turn it into a different, <laughs> they turn it into a different vehicle. <laughs> it's like, well, I could turn my e-bus into a van for this ride. Um, for the next one, oh, they oh they got a group. Well, let me turn it into a uh, e-bussy Honda. Um, <laughs> I just why would y'all name it this? Like, don't get me wrong, this is a marvel of fucking technology. Because like, this is basically like an e-bussy truck, right? Like, this is basically Bumblebee from Transformers. But why the fuck would you name it that though? Baby, let me get this beef shit over, bruh. <laughs> 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 why did I just <laughs> you finna cuss me out but I just imagined fucking re like somebody remixing Trina like pull whoop, whoop, pull over that e-bussy too fat like what <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like that imagine is- getting pulled like how do you even <laughs> Like, imagine you speeding that motherfucker and the police pull you over. I mean, fuck the police, but just for the sake of the joke, like, they look at the tag and it's like, e bussy. Like, how am I going to file this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pulling out the report. Now, it's not an Acura. It's not a Buick. It's not a Chevrolet. It's not a Dodge. It's an e bussy. It is an e bussy. Like, like, you, like, this shit is so. Like you might as well have named the goddamn the goddamn truck grinder. Like what the fuck? That's gonna be the first model. <laughs> <laughs> the road grinder. <laughs> A grinder civic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is why you need certain people in the room. You needed somebody in that damn they, board they needed, meeting. They needed one more person in that meeting room. They needed one more person to be like, hey, bro, nah. Uh-uh, no. Oh, shit. Well, the e-bussing will be available this year. And if you got approximately 20 bands, uh, then you can, you too can purchase the e-bussing. That was a- I'm not. I'm not trying to pay that much for my e-bussing. I'm sorry. I- <laughs> hey, what? You know what? Let's just move on. Let's move on. <gasps> Let's move on. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Well, an update to a story that uh, we have covered um, before on this show. Um. And it's honestly an update because a whole bunch of different shit happened to this motherfucker over the weekend. Um, but Dr. Dre has agreed um, to advance his estranged wife, um, Nicole Young, to uh, two million and cover all of her bills for now, according to a recently filed court document. TMZ um, appears to have first reported on the deal. Um, the rapper agreed to maintain the financial status quo, including but not limited to payment of all Nicole's expenses consistent with her spending since the date of separation, which includes paying for all expenses related to the Malibu residence and the residence in Pal- 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 Palisades. Thank you. Because you know, no, I that's, a, that's a $2 fine. Oh, uh, it's, it's all right. 
Uh, the stipulation states, as for the $2 million, he agreed to advance the sum on or before January 11th, 2021. This comes after this nigga being rushed to the goddamn hospital and in, and in the ICU still to this day as we're recording, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, after he uh, had a brain aneurysm that had that motherfucker uh, thinking he wasn't going to make it. Um, yeah, he yeah he's still in the ICU, but um yeah, brain aneurysms ain't nothing to fuck with, right? They ain't um to to take a riff off of you know popular Wu Tang line. Yeah, I mean he in the I've, ICU. I've had people die from him, so yeah. Hopefully I mean, he, he yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I guess a trip to the ICU will have you writing those IOUs because he giving right. the cold all the money right now. I mean, probably gonna give him more. I, listen. I get listen, Neil Diffa have you doing right by people, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, glad he made made a good decision with sound mind. And hopefully that nigga recovers enough to be able to make good on these payments. That's 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 what I'm gonna say about it. Yeah, honestly. Um, and also I wanna say this because there were when this happened and people thought he was going to glory. Um there uh there was a conversation about what uh what happened when if if he passed and you know what his legacy would be how people would talk about him how people would discuss him discuss him blah blah in particular um his history of abuse um especially as it pertains to uh d barnes and honestly allegedly nicole herself um Cause you know when we first reported the story that there were she was suing for you know not only the divorce but also like uh, financial and emotional abuse as well. And the thing is, um, not to sound you know quote unquote perfect or whatever, but uh, if you don't want people discussing your legacy in a bad light, then don't do fucked up shit. Right. Cause that is the stuff that you do, good and bad, is going to be a part of your legacy. You know how you avoid bad shit being talked about in your legacy? Not doing it. That's the one. I mean, it, I, I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, but it is really just that damn simple. Um, just always, just it, it costs nothing to, to be a kind person, to be a kind human being. It is literally free. Yep, and like I said, I he. he he will live with that being spoken about, you know, for probably the rest of his life. I mean, yeah. Some people don't offer restitution in a way they don't. That's their right. So pretty much. Uh, speaking of restitution, uh, Tracy Chapman wins lawsuit against Nicki Minaj. Um, the single songwriter uh, has won her case against uh, Miss uh, Mrs. Petty over claims that Nicki took her work without permission. According to documents filed in the U.S. District Court in Columbia Central District on Thursday, Chapman accepted Nikki's offer of judgment in the case, and she will receive uh, $450,000 from Mrs. Petty. Um, as a result, the two have avoided going to trial. Chapman originally filed her lawsuit in October 2018, saying that Nikki's song, Sorry, a, collabor a collaboration with Nas, Use both lyrics and vocal melody from one of Chapman's songs, Baby Can I Hold You, which was released in 1988. According to Chapman's suit, Nikki's team sent a formal request in 
July 2018 to use Chapman's song, noting Nikki intended to interpolate Chapman's work. Um, Chapman's publishing representatives turned down the request days later. According to the suit, Chapman believes that Nikki had already recorded Sorry before the clearance request was made. Well, um, seems like Miss Tracy was correct in that assumption. Um, but yeah, so that's the update today. Like I saw this uh, like reported a while back and I didn't really know full of the, uh, many of the details because I'm not even gonna hold you. I avoid Nikki's music like the plague to be perfectly goddamn honest. Uh, you know, how I feel about her personally aside, most of her music is just not my cup of tea. Um, and damn sure not no fucking Nas listening to Nas in 2018, the fuck? Um, On purpose? Right? <laughs> As a conscious decision? Um, right, you got options thinking? That's the, okay. Like you got you you have a whole smorgasbord of whatever the fuck you can listen to, and you choose Nas in 2018. The hell? Um, but anyway, see, I didn't know much of the details, but it seems like Nikki did the smart thing to avoid going to trial because it seems like had they went to they went to full term, she was gonna lose that shit anyway. Um, so smart on her, either smart on her or smart on her legal team for being like, look. Let's just accept this L and pay this woman her money and then go on about our business. All right, you don't need another blurred line situation on your hands. I just you read my mind because I was just about to say that. See, and that was another that was a weird one, right? Because like they got taken. I think where I think where they fucked up was the countersuit, right? Because mm-hmm. what 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 Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams did wasn't a direct bite, right? You you got the same vibe. But you can't, you, you don't own like bottles clinking and hoops and hollers in the background, right? Like that's, that's a hard thing to say. That's distinctly mine. And so what Robin, uh, I think what they argued was, yeah, we used the feel. We didn't use the same thing though. It's called a pastiche, right? And to, to, to lay out what a pastiche is for those unfamiliar, like a lot of D'Angelo shit is pastiche is a prince. Right, in terms of the feel, the vibe, like how you feel at the end of it, so on and so forth. Like spiritually, their music is 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 cousins. Yeah. And so when you do a pastiche, you you take and you, you're making a fake basically. You're making a you're making a limited fake of something that doesn't necessarily have imminent domain because it's not like a note on a synthesizer. It's not, but but an entire recording, right? An interpolation, as the article lays out. Um, you know, where you take and you re-record melody and all lyrics versus taking the actual element and doing something with the speeding it up, slowing it down, changing the pitch or whatever. Which is what sampling, you know, that's what sampling is, where you, you take the actual thing. And so interpolating, pastiching, sampling, dubbing biting whatever you want to call it all have different levels of violating right in terms of the the originating author or creator of something and so and it's, it's why you know for those for those of y'all who are more writer inclined that's the plagiarism right and so the reason this is a four hundred fifty thousand dollar case and robin thick got taken for five million six million by the marvin gay estate uh, one passage of time, two prestige, but also three. The this is the most important one. 
was that there there seemed to be some genuine contrition shown on a half of Nicki Minaj and all involved parties because you know she even was wondering shit should I delay releasing this and re-record or do I do I push through with it and face the consequences and it looks like she chose to uh, go for forgiveness rather than permission so yeah and when you do that you just might lose a lawsuit beloved so. You just might, but um, you know, Tracy Moore, uh, Tracy Chapman, let's say, I'm sure say Tracy Morgan, woof. Tracy Chapman's not gonna miss a beat. Um, Nicki Minaj, for her part, doesn't seem like she's gonna miss much of a beat on this. Oh, and we're not gonna what? talk, we're not gonna talk about the, the, the scully with the bill with the with the brim wearing, nigga. Um, let's just move on to the next topic. Well, the next topic is uh, Miss Nicki, and honestly, she can't afford to miss a beat because mama stay getting sued. Um, Nikki is also being sued, uh, not only Nikki, but also Cash Money. They are being sued for a $200 million lawsuit for rich sex. Um, Nikki's being sued, um, according to um, TMZ, which y'all know is uh, the police. Um, <laughs> Nikki is being sued for more than $200 million over her song Rich Sex, which a Queens rapper claimed she ripped off after he played it for her. Jawara Haley, a Queens rapper who goes by uh, Brinks, Milly, Brinks Billions, of course that's his fucking name, um, is suing Nikki, claiming, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to be shady and rude, but I mean, a New York, a New York rapper named Brinks Billions is not, I, of course, like, of course that's his name. Um, but anyway, he is clear, he is suing Nikki, claiming he let her hear his version of Rich Sex sometime before 2016. And documents obtained by TMZ, Brinks claims that Nikki told him it would be an extremely marketable, uh, extremely marketable song and become a global hit. Um, but but Brinks, who calls himself a songwriter, artist, music producer, composer, and rapper, TMZ, y'all shady as hell. Um, I caught that shit. Uh, <laughs> claims. <laughs> Claims Nicki jacked his song and put it on her Queen album. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, no shade, but no shade, but imagine suing over a song that was on Queen. <laughs> oh my bad, I mean, that was such a natural. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, listen. Get your coins. Get your coins. Get your paper, boo boo. But I'm, I just can't imagine trying to actually take credit for anything that was on Queen. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, he's suing because he is not credited as he's not giving credit on the song, even though he insists that he is the sole author, creator, composer, writer, producer of Rich Six. So. He is suing Nikki and Cash Money as a staff record label and as a crew for two hundred million dollars. Um, Nigga, do they got that much money? Act <laughs> like, seriously. I'm asking seriously. I know you asking seriously, and that's what makes it funny <laughs> because um, I don't know if they do, um, and if and if if they do, baby, don't probably stole most of it. <laughs> I mean, if anything, you would do better suing baby. 
Because I don't know if they, I don't know if they got it like that, but yeah. baby probably stole it like that. So you probably was better off. <laughs> Dog, you know what's so funny about us pointing out that baby probably stole it? What? I was in high school in 1998, right? This is how old I am. I was in high school in 1998. And of course, in New Orleans, one of the big conversations was no limit cash money, who you got? And you had your people who, you know, sided toward no limit. You had the people who sided toward cash money. You had the people who didn't care. They just liked the music, right? And you had the people who were more devoted to the street rappers or what have you. True. And mind you, I went to the nerd high school, right? Like, I mentioned my high school in a room with uh, somebody, one of my close friends, and like Zach Fox was there. This is on Clubhouse. And she was like, "Yep, you about to talk about it." I'm like, "No, I'm not about to talk about it." But you, you know the, you know the truth on my high school. Just don't, you know don't say nothing. And so, um, there was a few of us, you know, a few of the black kids sitting outside after school one day, and even we were talking in 1998 about this nigga probably stealing all the money from these niggas. We've been talking about that. That theory's old enough to drink, my nigga. Like. <laughs> Yeah, we've been saying how big a thief and a scammer he is. I mean, let, let I mean, let's be real, let's be honest. <laughs> he got the vibes, he got the theft. I mean, shit, why he literally sued this nigga? Like, we, I, you know, at this point, I don't even think it's a theory, I think it's just a fact that this nigga is a crook. <clears throat> he, a, he a grown man whose stage name is Baby. Who lets you call him Birdman if you don't want to call him Baby? Like you know, Bird. Listen, Birdman, Deathman. I'm just saying it. You know, that's all I'm saying. All well, I'm I gotta, saying. I gotta say, I'm really upset that Birdman decided to not tweet with us anymore. Right. Like Honestly, not all he, I mean, not all he do is post pictures of himself and like cars and shit, and which, it's basically Instagram posts. Right, which nigga, you could just post a call because it ain't like we want to see you. Mm. Um, but yeah, another thing that is happening over in House Petty, which is not good. Um, it is reported and alleged um, that she is in cahoots with her uh, husband, uh, Mr. Kenneth Petty, um, in continuing to harass and um attack um the victim of mr petty's um assault which he was convicted for and registered as a sex offender um recently in a 21 second video um that's been shared online the i'm not gonna say alleged victim like this uh magazine is doing because there's no need to protect this nigga we literally know that he did this shit. He was convicted. He went to jail. The nigga's a registered sex offender. I, do not protect men. Do not protect men that are dead to rights guilty of this shit. Honestly, don't protect men, period. But, like, nigga, there is no ambiguity. We know he did this shit. Right. Um, but, yeah, um, in a recent video that has surfaced, um, his victim um, says that this is a message for Nicki Minaj and Kenny Petty. Uh, tell your fucking people to leave me alone. Leave my family alone. Don't fucking call my family. Don't call my brothers. Leave me and my family the fuck alone. Um, 
Um, in another video, uh, the woman went more in depth as to why she's deciding to share her story. Uh, I'm not going to get into too many details because I don't want to trigger anyone. Um, but all I will say is, um, from what has been shared, um, it is typical um, abuser tactics, um, intimidation, um, threatening, um, using various people to um, not only contact the victim, but also bully them, um, you, using using Nikki's uh, influence and, and money and wealth and stuff to also harass and intimidate. And allegedly, Nikki is in cahoots with this. And the thing about it is, is that while I do agree in most cases, you should not uh, blame a woman for a man's terrible behavior. But at this point, with Nikki, it seems like she is not only... Um, it, it, it seems like she is not only enabling his behavior, but continuing in, in, in aiding in his behavior, like aiding in his harm. And the thing is, while this is alleged that Nikki is doing this, you kind of can't give her the benefit of the doubt because there's precedent. Because remember how she was covering for her brother, right? And she's also married to this nigga, right? Like, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's one of the things where at this point, kind of what what he does is is Joe doing too? Especially, yeah. especially, especially, especially the way her fan base be amping up on people for no reason. Yeah, and like yeah. not only that, but just the way that she was defending him when it was brought up. You know, mm -hmm. because I'll never forget her fans, you know, the few of them that have since, listen, they were like the first ones like, uh, sis, this nigga is a rapist. And she told them to mind their fucking business. So like, again, it is alleged that she is, you know, he, that she is helping him and continuing to harass, harass his victim and stuff. But it's just hard to give her benefit of the doubt that she's not doing it because that, like you said, one, she married him. Two, she married him knowing what the fuck he did. Three, she not only married him knowing what the fuck she did, the fuck he did. When when it was talked about, she was lying and covering up for him, changing the story and shit, trying to make it seem like it wasn't as bad as it was. Four, how she was defending her brother, um, who is also... Um, Oh, a convicted rapist. Like in five, like she wrote that like statement, like like testifying to his character and shit. So it's like this is kind of six. Her working with um that rainbow color hair boy, um, Takashi, yeah, whatever not, the fuck. Yeah, Teriyaki forty eight. Yeah, yeah. That that young man who is also a registered sex offender and the police. You know, is that she just? This is just her mo of being around. In, in proximity and emboldened predatory ass men. This is just who she is. You know, talented rapper. One of one of the one of the most talented, you know, despite me not rocking with her music, like I can't deny her skill as an artist, but she is just a shitty human being. And what a damn shame that is. What a damn shame that is. Um Speaking of shitty human beings, and then we'll take a break from talking about shitty human beings. Um, uh, Michael Fledger um, has uh, has uh, stepped down. Um, the Catholic, Catholic uh, the Roman Catholic priest um, out of Chicago um, has stepped down from his position amidst allegations of sexual abuse and misconduct within the church within within his clergy 
Um, well, I saw this due to, you know, like a lot of my social media, uh, I, I follow a lot of people in Chicago Twitter and I saw this uh, from like following them and talking about it. And apparently this um, is like a, a very well-known, very well-respected um, priest. Um, he is, you know, someone that a lot of people look up to. Um, he is very, you know, apparently very active in the community and stuff like that. But it seems like his uh, being active is uh, also harmful because again, um, he is being accused of uh, sexual child, sexual abuse um, of of minors. So, ooh, yeah, get him, get him, get that motherfucker out of here. Yeah, like that's the thing. Again, when we was talking about your legacy, uh, talking about legacies earlier. Yeah, you've done all these great things and what have you, but now you have this on it where your legacy is tied to you being a goddamn pedophile. And you know how you avoid that by not being a goddamn pedophile. Oh, if only. Oh, if only. So that's that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we're going to wrap up the show with some HBU fashions. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back, and we're about to wrap up the show with some HBCU fashions. First fashions. Let's fucking go. I missed this. The first fashions of the year. Uh, so let's see what trash y'all been on uh, to start the year off. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I low-key don't want to do this school uh, because, because of uh, Reverend Warnock, but <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> you kind of got to at this point. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's start off the year with negativity. <clears throat> Breaking up with my ex made me appreciate how clean her pussy was. Y'all bitches real trifling trying to fuck with stank pussy and ass. Morehouse. I'm I'm glad your girl left you. <laughs> Uh, 
my thing is, so you wasn't appreciating how clean she was before? <laughs> yeah, nigga, go go listen to Life Jenna's album and shut up. <laughs> Not Life Jenna. Is Life still with us? I don't know. True. You know what? Real quick, not to get too too off topic, but like, like you saw when um fucking Colin Powell came out was like I'm no longer a Republican. Like I was like, bro, this nigga still alive. <laughs> like I dead ass thought Colin Powell was not with us no more. I dead ass thought that. Like everybody making a big deal. You know, well performing really, but everybody making a big deal about this nigga talking about he not a, he can't be a Republican no more. I'm like, nigga, I thought you had, I thought you had two feet both in the grave. Right, nigga, I, I thought you was in the upper room already. Right, the, the upper room. Well, honestly, in his case, the lower room because well, yeah. you know what, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, back to the fishing. Uh, yeah, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, you honestly you deserve all the alleged stank pussy ass for writing this shit in fashion. That you honestly deserve it. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, like, and not only that, this nigga out here like apparently chasing the tail in a goddamn pomegranate. So I was about to say, nigga, why do you know how how much stank pussy ass is out there in the middle of a goddamn panorama? Oh my god! Yeah, niggas. niggas, you you deserve you deserve all the, you deserve all the unsanitary ass that comes your way because you not being sanitary, nigga. It's a goddamn Panasonic outside. I'm not gonna make the easy joke here. Let's just move on. I, I, I was hoping that you would. Um, <laughs> next one. Me and this girl have been fucking with each other for about a month. Yesterday, I found some news that she has a totally different name that she told me and has lied about other things to impress me. How should I confront her about it? V-U-U. Virginia Union. Wow, we don't see them a lot on here. Right? That's a new one. Yeah. Oof. Welcome to the fold. Um, right. So the way you deal with that is by de- realizing that men do this shit all the time. And yeah, you, you, you're in college. You have a chance to make a relatively clean break. Um, and I would just, I would do that. I block her number, and yeah, I would just chalk this one up to the game. Yeah, you just gotta like, I'm not even gonna get on you for like meeting somebody during the paramour, but um, so I mean, you're in college, right? I mean, this could have been a situation where I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate, but basically, I, mean, I, 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 I understand in this case, right? Feeling yeah. like, oh damn, I met somebody, and oh damn, they ain't who they said they was. I understand. Yeah, because honestly, it sounded like she was saying, trying to set you up to get wrong. Something, yeah. Yeah, she was listening to out, the Red Velvet by Outcast. <laughs> so I, so I honestly can't get can't get on you. Just chalk this one up, chalk this one up to the game and go on about your business. Because uh, Tommy, you in danger? Yeah, buddy. Just, just again, make a clean break and. Do your best to forget everything about her as quickly as you can because you know she might pop up in some other shit, and then it's like, ooh, you know her? Word. We gotta ask you some questions. Right. They always do that to the liars they get caught though. So don't think like I'm not making it about her, I'm making it about people who lie about their identity and shit. Right. Catfish. Uh should have never called me a fat ass Kelly Price. You know what? Just move on. <laughs> 
Next one. My girlfriend moved to be with me and go to school out here. It's been three months and she hasn't gotten a job. Might have to kick the girl to the curb. Can't date no one who ain't trying to grind with me. BSU. Boise, no. Is it Boise? Boise State? What the fuck? No, no, no. That's not an HBCU. Uh, Bowie oh, yeah. State. Oh, Bowie boy. State. Maryland. Yeah. Um, Maryland. Nigga, it's it's a pan pizza outside. Look at, hey, look, Bianca, check this huh. want check this wannabe landlord out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> look, look out. She ain't got a job after three months. She moved to be with you, nigga. Nigga, it is a Panderosa. The fuck do you be? Nigga, ever ain't nigga, barely anybody got a job. Shit. What you what the fuck you think we and Joe Biden's mentioned by these damn stimmies for? <laughs> Shit. You up here trying to be be like LLC Twitter? <laughs> oh 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 oh! I I'll sleep with them dead face stairs, boy. Listen, <sighs> these niggas it's aggravating. If you don't if you don't shut the hell up and take care of her, shit, she she moved to be with you in a goddamn pandemic and she in school, nigga, shut the hell up. Right, be 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 thankful at that. It's some motion at least, nigga. If you don't get off this goddamn fashion and go cook that girl some 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 dinner so she can suck your dick and leave us the hell alone, leave us the hell alone, boy. Talking about, I might got a kick or two in in a pandemic, nigga. <sighs> anyway, next one. <laughs> My girlfriend broke up with me because I wanted to eat her out right after she came back from a run. Anybody know what I did wrong? Howard. Wait, wait, wait. Say that one again. I was I was adjusting. Okay. I'm going to read it again. My girlfriend broke up with me because I wanted to eat her out right after she came back from a run. Anybody know what I did wrong? Howard. Uh, something that wasn't that, because that's not the reason you got broke up. For yeah, that. that ain't the reason that. She, yeah, that, <laughs> is, that was that. That was a cover up. That for the real reason she broke up with you. Because, because I, I could almost guarantee you, y'all done had sex and made the room stink <laughs> before. I, I could almost guarantee you the room was already stink. Y'all had sex and made even more stink. So that was not the reason that she broke up with you. That was a bull. She played your face. That was the fuck she did. <laughs> yeah, you need to. Yeah, you just need to be single. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I bet you know what. I bet this nigga had his first like full mustache. What you, <laughs> and, she, so- and she was picturing it right because. <laughs> So you saying this, you know niggas with the mustache only? Yeah. So you saying <laughs> this, like, nigga was, this nigga was I out can't here see looking, myself with this nigga forever. <laughs> you saying he was out here looking like Jeff Foxworthy? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking I'm thinking more like remember the Denzel like mustache only Denzel? Uh uh. <laughs> oh, oh, Will Smith. Uh, yeah, yeah. Will Smith, yeah. He was pretending to be Ash's daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, porn dexter ass mustache. She looked at that and was like, "I don't, I can't be with him forever." And, and now you asking me this? True, Ugh. true, true, true. All right, next one. The man that I date, I just found out he is married. 
Though I haven't confronted him. The, let me start off. I'm read this as he is. <clears throat> the man that I date, I just found out he is married. Though I haven't confronted he yet, I feel like he's never going to bring it. How do I bring it up in a in mannerable way out cussing him? I told him reading says it is. Or should I just leave him alone? No, or, excuse me. Or should I leave it alone and ghost him? Anonymous. It's a nigga in these very HBCU fashions who just got broke up with for a bullshit reason. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, y'all I, can y'all can find each other. You can leave this married nigga alone. True, true. Because ain't nobody more single than a married nigga. So, like, I frankly, yeah, here this is here yeah, this this just Twitter, um, <laughs> right? Shit. So I'm just saying, this ain't, listen, you can find love in a hopeless place in the HBCU fashions, and you can leave this married nigga alone. Yeah, just just flip just flip through, find yours, and go back about five or six. You'll see him. True. <laughs> okay, I, I do have one, but it involves white people. Do you want to read it? You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Because we haven't done fashions in what three weeks, four weeks almost. I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Less okay. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> My white sugar daddy has erection issues, so we don't have sex. Thank God. It's his fantasy to pay a guy that I know has a really big dick to fuck me while he watches. But black guys be thinking that's too weird. T-N-S-U. Tennessee State. Okay. Um, wait, the, the, the sugar daddy wants to watch? Like, yes. Or do, he, or do he want like a DVD? I, <laughs> he, I, I'm he. According to this fashion, if I'm reading correctly, he wants to set up the camera. Um, there's a couple different ways this can go, right? Like, I don't really want to get into any of them, but there's a couple <laughs> different ways this can go. Yeah, and I think I would say. In this particular case, the best thing to do is to uh, send me a DM. You know what? Look at the time. I think that's going to wrap it up on HBCU Fashions for the day. Yeah, I was just going to let that hang. (laughs) You know, (laughs) God damn it. God damn it. Was that it warm? Is it warm in here? <laughs> that was unintentional. God damn it, Bianca. Listen, listen, listen. I <laughs> I need to go unrestrained for just for bits, just a couple seconds here and there, and then I and then I, I come back. I come back on the other side of the line. Come back on the on the correct side of the line. Oh Jesus! 
Uh, all I will say, because um, I honestly don't don't have too much to add to this. All I will say is there is a lane for you to get paid, young lady, because cuckold is a thing, and it sounds like you have a cook. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're getting bread for it, okay, you know what? Yeah, if you're getting bread for it, do, I mean, you, might need, is you might need to offer him a cut. You might need to offer him a cut. You might need to offer him a cut. Or you might need to negotiate that with the shit. Look, you got the price of five. We might need to make it six because I want five. But the person who I'm bringing into this is looking for a stack. So uh, make it six. Listen, all I'm saying is you got a white sugar daddy. They got money. All I'm saying is you can make it happen, Captain. Listen, listen, you get just think of it this way. You get to fuck a nigga with a big dick and you don't have to fuck this white man and you getting paid and you can break off the, the nigga a little bread too for his services. All I'm saying is it just seemed like a win-win for everybody involved. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but we are going to end the show there. <laughs> um, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for supporting. Uh, thank you for rocking with us. Again, we apologize. But last week was just technical difficulties out the wazoo. Um, but we are back. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Share the friend show. Share the network. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Word of mouth is still the best way to get get everything out there. It's still the best boosting tool. Cost you nothing to retweet, share, post, like. Leave us reviews, ratings. We would love to read what you all have to say about the show to you and give our thanks and appreciation. Perch some merch. We gonna have some Crown of Collins merch this year. We got to. Yeah, I was, honestly, we had no excuse at this point. Oh, <laughs> but uh, we got we got one excuse, which is that I suck at designing clothes. But um, I'm good at wearing them, so try, that that's all that matters. But be on the lookout for that. Support the network as a whole. Like I said, we have some great voice black voices over here. Black, great black content. Great black intersectional content. Um. And we're doing it for the people. We, um, uh, Candace spoke about this on Ratchet Ramblings yesterday, but we are um, opening our purses because um, we are coming up on the anniversary of the tragic loss of our co-founder, friend, um, brother that some of us never had. Um, Curtis passed away coming up soon february 13th a day before my birthday listen let I, listen i was a wreck at work last year I, I i don't even know how i made it uh, to work that day but it is coming up on the anniversary of his passing so we are opening up our purses trying to help um members of the community that curtis so loudly and proudly stood up for um and stood up in um, not just with our scholarship, but just uh, any, we are opening up our purses um, with mutual aid, uh, something that me and Bianca have been preaching on this show for I don't know how, how, how many years now. Uh, but we just wanted to do something in Curtis's honor. So be on the lookout for that. Um, any merch that we sell, um, a lot of those proceeds will go to efforts to help the community in any way possible. Um, so Help us out by being a part of that uh, because we want to um, do our part and again serving that community that Curtis loves uh, so very loves so very much. Uh, so that's all I had. Bianca, you got anything? Keep on the fight for justice. Keep on the fight for liberation. Keep on trying to 
make a world more like the one you want to live in. Again, those avenues exist. And if you see that it doesn't or it don't exist in a way that you find palatable or what you find welcome in a way that you even just jibe with, go ahead on and create it. Bring the people you like, bring the people who tend to value your opinion along with you and see about getting some motion with that shit. Indeed. So with that said, thank you all for listening. We'll see you back next week. We out. Peace. Baby.